Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, Patrick and Mark star in Up in the Air Nintendo Edition. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. How's it going, Mark? It's going great. Do you think people remember Up in the Air, the uh, movie? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, maybe. That was a big deal for... I feel like that was a... Uh, that was a big deal, right? Yeah, but isn't it, like, so weird how, like, ephemeral yeah. uh, pop culture is? Well, I when... In uh, 20 years, when we're looking back on George Clooney's career, because he's died... Uh, what movies are we going to be like, ah, those are the Clooney movies? Like, Oceans. Yeah. Um, good Night and Good Luck. Right. Great flick. Just rewatched it. It's really good. And, yeah. Up I in the air, really maybe, know. right? I, I really don't know. Like, I, yeah, I really don't know. It, did that movie leave any impact on you? I think it's what, I don't think it's a bad movie. Mm, okay, okay. But I think that it's... It's weird to me how certain movies like gain like traction yeah, and sure. hype around them because I don't really understand why this movie did. Like I don't think it's anything special. Uh, I don't know. I I think it's it was a star making turn for Anna uh, Kendrick. Yes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but when we look back on her career, we're just going to see Pitch Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Uh and that she should have been Squirrel Girl. That's good casting. I saw a simple favor. It was uh-huh. like a Paul Feig Feig movie mm-hmm. that was her and um, Mrs. Green Lantern, who's the Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yeah. Um, Carol Ferris herself, Blake Lively. It was great. Oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> they were both really good in it. Blake Lively should be in more real things. Uh, yes, I agree. If she wants to be. Hopefully she's happy doing whatever she wants. Mark doesn't want to bully her into <laughs> taking roles that she doesn't want. Um, well, we talked about this earlier uh, with, with Aubrey, um, Plaza? Aubrey Plaza being in the new Chucky movie. Yeah. That we hope that that is a role that she's like, yeah, that seems weird. I'll do it. And not like, God, I don't want to get into anything else. I'm going to be the mom in Chucky. Because when you say it that way, depressing. <laughs> Another thing that when you say it the wrong way sounds depressing. You want to borrow my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch, and you can! All you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com, gmail.com and uh, let us know what address we should send that game to, and then you can play it for as long as you want, and then send it back. Simple as that. Um, all right, Mark, we have to, we've got some heavy decisions to make. Uh, w- well, let's, let's get into it. We're firing some Nintendo characters. And of course, there are a lot of reasons for this. Uh, budget cutbacks, one, uh, I guess that's really it. We don't have the money that we used to, um, so we gotta we gotta fire some characters. I mean, also just like technology improvements. You know, like as yeah. technology improves, especially with AI these days, totally. You know, like AI is taking jobs that used to be left and right. Uh, Performed by people. Right. Like uh, delivering boxes while being clobbered by a hockey stick. Exactly. We've seen that. 
um those videos terrify me by the way the the one where it takes the the hockey stick from the guy is incredible i uh, so there was one recently you know well let's not get into it okay <laughs> <laughs> we gotta focus uh okay so we are not suggesting that these characters disappear we are suggesting only that they lose their job the yeah the job that they currently hold in the nintendo universe they lose we're not wishing death on them and why are we doing this patrick you came up with this i think it's a great idea yeah it is because mr Rossetti of the animal crossing franchise who has previously been responsible for saving and resetting your game has been fired because the new animal crossing includes autosave autosave and you probably see mr Rossetti most often when uh you like turn off your game without saving because mm-hmm. he gets real mad at you he doesn't like it um and I mean, this is a, he's been with the series since the beginning. Uh, I've got a Mr. Rossetti amiibo. So like this one hits home <laughs> for me. Uh, but, you know, some, not all change is bad, right? And uh, some people losing their jobs, uh, you know, it either means it frees them up to explore other opportunities. Uh, or it means that, you know, we don't need to, uh, we don't, n- n- a body doesn't need to be in that space. Well, in some of these I don't feel bad about. No. Because some of the ones on my list, in fact, I think all of the ones on my list, people are just doing a bad job. Oh, okay. You put a lot of I'm bad cleaning job house. in here. Okay. okay. So let me, can I go first? Sure. Please. Okay. So the first one is specifically the Isle Delfino judge who puts Mario like in prison and yeah. uh, makes him clean up all the graffiti on Isle Delfino. But really the whole kangaroo court yeah. is out of order. Right, uh, but I mean, the judge is, is in control of the kangaroo court, right? Exactly. Look, there's no way that Mario could have been responsible for the graffiti on Isle Delfino because he just <laughs> got arrived. there. Right. He just arrived. And second of all, Shadow Mario looks kind of like Mario in a super racist way. Well, I, I don't know if that's racist. It's just he's the exact same shape as Mario. But a different color. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe the uh, people of the island of Delfino, do they have, does that race have a name? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't, yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they're colorblind. So they but can't... we know they're not because it's all tropical colored. So, unless that's an accident. Yeah, it might be an accident. Okay, that's fair. I won't rule that out. But what I will rule out is the entire Isle Delfino justice system. Completely out of order. So here's here's a... A little bit of a problem. Uh, it, you know, we're firing characters, but that judge is going to have to be impeached, Mark. <laughs> or we're going to have to run a better candidate against him because judges are elected. Yeah. Do you know what? And that's fine because, like, uh, democ- like, democracy works. Mm-hmm. It just takes people or Delfino ins. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what they're called. To, you know, rise up against an unjust system. Right. And that's what I am calling on the people of Isle Delfino to do because we need to impeach that judge. That's right. And but we And can... also look, even though impeachment of that judge does not seem politically popular now, you have to make a case and present the case so that all the people of Isle of Delfino see it exactly. and can understand what his crimes are. Well, and I think that by the end of Super Mario Sunshine, the events of Super Mario Sunshine, that it's revealed, of course, that Mario was wrongly convicted. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's just I'm sure one of many examples of injustice in the Isle Delfino judicial system. But also, yes, it is true that we'll have to um, uh, impeach or run another candidate against the judge. Right. But what about like the attorney, the, the prosecuting attorney? Like, 
sure, the district attorney or whatever yeah. is elected, but probably just like an assistant district attorney or just a prosecutor in the office. Right, whoever that took person, the case. Yeah. we can pink slip. We, we, no we can problem. Fire, we can fire them. Okay, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's there's a there's a whole structure here that we can uh, we we can fire some, we can run candidates against others, we, and we may have we, to just yeah, we just work the proceed. guillotine on others. <laughs> Guillotines work. one hundred percent effective. Um, my first candidate uh, for firing um, is not someone who's doing a bad job. In fact, someone who's doing, I would say, an overly good job. Um, and I would only want there to be a game mode wherein this character loses his job. I am referring to Lockatu in the Mario Kart series. You know what? I want a sudden death version of Mario where if you fall off Rainbow Road, tough, you lose the race. I also, I mean, I think that's a great idea. Thank you. Right, like expert mode. Yes. But I also think that he just needs some time off. Totally, because he's been doing it forever. Also, he calls the race, like he starts it. We we can automate that, right? Like he doesn't need to be there uh, waving a flag to be like, this is your last lap. He doesn't need to be there with that. He's holding a traffic light. The traffic light could just be mounted on the start line. Like, I think he probably has a really good job. Like I, I'm assuming that it's heavily unionized. Sure. Yeah, that no, that's probably right. And we support unions. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. However, I would like a mode where if you drive off the side of the road that you don't get rescued from the volcano. You fall into the volcano, you burn up and die. It's your own Last fault. place. <laughs> Mark, you got you got another one? Yeah. So my next pick is Ganon's Minions. Guys, all together. You're out of here. Wow. You're doing such a lousy job. I'm speaking specifically to Ganon's minions from Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Okay. All they have one job. Right. Murder Link. All they have to do is murder Link and scatter his blood across Ganon's ashes and ashes and Ganon will be brought back to life. Right. There are so many of Ganon's minions in this game. Guys, just g- gang up on him all yeah. at once. Find, don't like find him. Don't like scatter yourselves so there's like two or three. Yeah, like, they're, the they're like level. hiding in uh, temples and yeah. stuff. What a waste of time. Yeah. Who is so? Are there no generals in Ganon's army? Seemingly no, because it's important to note that this is not Ganon's army. Oh, it's just great Ganon's point. Great point. minions, right? Yeah. So they're decentralized at this point. Mm. They're like um, a hydra without a head. So maybe maybe this is the real problem is that they are no longer working for a unified like if if there was a company to fire them from that would be effective because then we could fire them and hire new minions but the fact that they're all it's more like a religion at this point. Oh sure. You can't fire someone from a religion. No, except I mean, for you Scientology. Can. No, you you can. It's called excommunication. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> So, so far on your list of things that people that you want to fire, we've got one impeachment and one excommunication. That's right. All right. Good. <laughs> Those are good. Uh, my, my next choice. And this one pains me uh, because I love these games and I'm, I'm about to negate their whole premise. Dr. Mario's got to go. Oh, ouch. He can no longer practice medicine. I know he's billing those things as mega vitamins, but he is over-prescribing pills for common ailments. No, I mean, it's true. You look at a Dr. Mario screen, yeah. and those bugs are just growing. They're just multiplying from yeah. screen to screen. And yeah, every single one, there's more. And Dr. Mario's like, I don't know, more pills. Like, we are in the middle of an opioid <laughs> crisis, and it's because doctors, like Dr. Mario, are just prescribing pills. Hey, diet, 
exercise and envir- other environmental things. You don't need to go right to pills. I mean, well, even just like specifically like antibiotics. Yeah. Uh, antibiotics are so overprescribed. You go to like a um, urgent care or something and the doctor, they don't have the time or necessarily the expertise to really survey what's wrong. And so they're just like, oh, great. We'll just give you like an enormous like horse pill antibiotic that's just going to wipe out every micro yes. uh, like biological being in your body. Call it good. But right. that's not working, as we clearly see. Right. In, in the Dr. world Mario. in the world of Dr. Mario. They keep coming back. So I I mean, as far as doctors go, uh, I think he's awful. He's what's wrong with medicine. Adorable. Of course. And but look, he can keep the coat. <laughs> he can keep the little reflective thing that he wears on his uh head, like that old doctor like mirror thing. Yeah. He what is that, that for? Uh, it is like a, a relic of when doctors didn't have like flashlights. So if they wanted to like look inside an ear or like a mouth or something that they could just reflect the light like into that space and, and see. Um, but now we have flashlights. So that's just another thing. Like update your, your tools, Dr. Mario. You're a bad doctor. So when I was compiling this list. Yes. Um, literally the first thing I thought of was the judge on Isle Delfino. Yeah. But that led me down, like, the further path of Super Mario Sunshine. And so the next person that I think just needs to be relieved of their duties is Toadsworth. Okay. Who is Princess Peach's confidant. Yes. And clearly, he does a terrible, terrible job. Now, what has he done that is particularly I think it's just egregious? Gr- I think it's just, like, gross negligence mm, in general. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that Princess Peach has been, like, kidnapped or betrayed. I don't know exactly in what way she's <laughs> been betrayed. <laughs> but she has, probably. <laughs> Look, I mean, Bowser is part of the Mushroom Kingdom. Presumably, he's one of her subjects. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's committing treason over and over again. And, you know... There, it just seems like there would be better measures in place. And again, I hate to go keep going back to this, but on uh, Isle Delfino, you know, like Toadsworth, he's supposed to be the queen's hand. Sure. Right? He's supposed to be the one who's like pulling the levers, greasing the wheels, um, and he's completely ineffective. Right. He does, she does not seem like a politically powerful figure, and it's because Toadsworth is so Inept. ineffectual. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, let's get rid of them. Get a new one. Um, so before I move on to my next one, I just wanted to point something out that Sarah and I noticed while playing Super Mario 3D World this weekend. Um, uh, w- we were admiring the adorable design of Toad. You know, he wears a little vest um, and also seemingly has a diaper on. And we were like, hey, what's up with that diaper? And I said, maybe there are no toilets in the Mushroom Kingdom, which is why Mario and Luigi can't be plumbers anymore and have to resort to heroism because there are no toilets. Everyone just wears diapers. Yeah, lots of pipes, but people going through that pipe. Yeah. Nothing else. Um, so that was just an observation that I had. I don't know if I want them to lose their jobs as plumbers. They should always be able to go through pipes. Um, <clears throat> I would like to fire the arcade bunny from Nintendo Badge Arcade. Wow. Now, this is something that I only want to do now at this point in Nintendo Badge Arcade's lifespan. Um, For those of you who have not played Nintendo Badge Arcade, it is a uh, crane game that is uh, free-ish to play um, uh, for for the 3DS where you can get 
badges and stickers and themes uh, for your 3DS. Uh, and it is hosted by this pink rabbit, who I actually rather like. But he is a barrier at every point to you actually playing the, the things. He'll come and he'll talk at you for a little bit. And it's charming conversation. But I wish he was just gone. And the badge arcade at this point was just fair game. Like, if there are still people sinking a lot of money into Nintendo Badge Arcade, I suppose I can't fault Nintendo for making us, you know, continue to do that. But I think at this point in the game's life cycle, like, just cut them out of there. Be like, no, there's no one watching the gate. Everyone just goes in and plays the crane game as much as they want, and they just deck out their 3DSs. I think it would be fun. And then it frees up the bunny for other stuff. I want to see him in Smash. I want to see him in Mario Kart. Like, we need to free up the arcade bunny. I think it'd be really cool if themes end up coming to the Switch. Yeah. And I can't think of any reason why Nintendo Badge Arcade couldn't have another life yeah. on the Switch. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I just, Nintendo Badge Arcade is so like neat and has such like interesting personality um, that it would be nice to, you know, allow people to explore that with a little bit more freedom and being just less bogged down by the rabbit making topical jokes about games that have been released on 3DS which now isn't even a thing. Seems like he doesn't have, there's no purpose for him anymore. Okay, my next um, group of people, and I'm sorry, this is another one like Gammon's Minions. Mark is cleaning house here, jeez. Like a group who just need to get it together or get out are the Sages of Hyrule. Wow. Guys, you've had so many opportunities to seal away the darkness the forces of evil. Yeah. And you fail. Every single time. Every single time. Right. And Link has to wake up from his slumber and like get it all together for you guys. And you're like, oh, thank you. We really appreciate it. But we just don't have time for that anymore. Well, so here's a counterpoint is that aren't the sages different in every single game? Kind of implying that they have been fired every single time. Actually, that's a that's a really compelling point. There might be point. too much turnover. Yeah. Oh, don't... yeah. Actually, maybe like trigger happy people like me who come yep. in as consultants and they're like, I know what the problem is. Fire everyone. Let's build it from the ground up. They failed to seal away the darkness once. They're gonna fail again. But it's like, no, they learned their lessons from exactly. That. Like this, there's no institutional memory anymore. That's right. Like nobody has the opportunity to learn from their mistakes. And so a new group of sages are brought in. And, they're and they like, don't even know where to get office supplies. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like seal away the darkness. And they're like, I'm sorry. We started working together like uh, 24 hours ago. Yeah, I have questions about my uh, dental benefits. Who and, do I call about that? Right. And then they waste a the whole day figuring that out. It's not a waste because like they should get those benefits. But like, you know, there's stuff you need to get done. Yeah. And this is how evil uh, breaks free every single time. Okay. So maybe I feel a little bit about that one. So can I pivot? Sure. To yeah. another one. Yes. And this one really, really, really pains me to say. Go for it. I think it's Mario. Whoa. So I really like Mario. Okay, so hold on. What job are we firing Mario from? Because um, I've already fired him from being a doctor. <laughs> so I want him here. I, d- I don't even really know. Let me, let me tell you what the issue as I see it. Yes. And then I guess we can define his role that he's being relieved from. Because I want to kind of say like, the guy who goes after Bowser. Okay, sure. Okay, so let me set the stage for this. Rescuer a bit. of princesses. Yes, okay. exactly. So, um, you know how Batman doesn't kill people? Yes. That's like his whole thing. Yeah. But sometimes you're like, 
this would all just be solved if, if you, you just would, murdered if, the Joker. Exactly. Yeah. If you would just compromise yourself a little bit for the greater good. We move to Mario. Okay. Bowser keeps coming right. back, keeps terrorizing the Mushroom Kingdom. And, you know, Mario will, I don't know, like, blow up Bowser. The bl- he'll blow up his ship, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, he's also dropped him into lava. Right. Like, repeatedly, which Bowser doesn't like. Sometimes becomes a skeleton version of himself. I guess what I'm saying <laughs> is, like, Mario just, like, finished the job. Sure. Sure. That it just keeps, the he, Bowser keeps coming back. Yeah, like, Wario wouldn't hesitate. And I'm not saying that we would replace you with Wario. I'm just saying that's an option. Right. You know, I'm, I'm just giving an example. We're right, just right. talking. Right. We're, right. We're just, we're not making any decisions today. We're not even writing any new job descriptions today. However, are we seeking a Wario type? Maybe. Someone with a little bit more muscle behind them? I'm not saying Mario can't do the job. I'm right. just saying that he hasn't, he has yet, yet to, to do it. That's right. Um, that is tough, but fair, Mark. Uh, I have two more. Uh, my next choice for firing is Donnell, or Donnell, the farmer from Fire Emblem Awakening. This is a character that you get very early in the game, maybe second or third chapter. He's like a, a side mission, and he's a farmer. He's a country bumpkin, um, and he is level one, super low stats when you get him. And he is one of those characters that if you keep him... And, uh, like, he levels up more powerfully than anybody else. And so once you get everyone up to level 50, he's the strongest one of them at level 50. What is he doing farming? (laughs) He should lose that job (laughs) so that he goes right into the armed forces. He's going to be the most powerful person on that battlefield. If only he's not wasting time in the uh, farming. Okay. Do you not do you not think though that like potentially the reason he becomes so powerful is because of like the discipline and the work ethic mm, that he got from being a farmer? Um, no, I reject that. <laughs> as long as you considered it, that's all I ask. <laughs> yes, thank you. I mean, he is such a he becomes such a capable warrior that it makes me think that all of the time that he spent farming uh, was wasted. That he should have been. When you meet him, he should already be a level 30 uh, fighter of some kind uh, and then just becomes more powerful from there. So no more wasting time farming. And my final. Unless you do you have another one? No, no, okay. no. Um, my final candidate for firing. And this one uh, is hard. Is hard for me to say. Samus Aran. Wow. Uh, so I, I want to fire her in two capacities. One, you are no longer a bounty hunter. And two, you are severing your ties with the galactic whatever they are. <laughs> Federation, probably. Federation, yeah, like those Marines. Or... I mean, Federation forces. Sure. So Severing your ties with all of that. Because look, she's not, she shouldn't be taking orders. Uh, and she also shouldn't be doing something as crass as taking bounties, hunting for bounties. <laughs> she has a cause in the galaxy. She has a connection to alien uh alien animals and uh has a deep fear of the metroid and her priorities are not in line with people who are going to pay her to do things uh, like bounty hunter wise and certainly not in line with the army 
also with the se- military. Seemingly, she's a very like effective bounty hunter. Yes. So she probably. I mean, I'm assuming that it pays well. Uh, I mean, so I, I wonder if, if she could yeah. like stop if she wanted to, or if she just like really loves the hunt. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess that is the thing is she's so good at it, and is not like when you think about bounty hunters in real life. I'm thinking Dog the Bounty Hunter, or when in Star Wars, I'm thinking Boba Fett. These are unprincipled characters, right? These are people who don't believe in anything. I mean, I, I, dog I, believes in Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to impugn dog. You don't want to impugn dog? No. Didn't he say a bunch of racist stuff on like a, a tape that surfaced a couple years oh, ago? Oh, did he? Yeah, I think oh, so. Okay, well then, yes, impugn away. <laughs> um, the, uh, b- bounty hunting is not a particularly principled job, Sure, is all I'm saying. And she is a legit hero. She has principles that she stands for, uh, and I think that she needs to uh, abandon these two uh, like twin career paths and just be uh, a crusader for what she knows is right. Um, so this one is a little bit of a, I don't want you wasting your time with this stuff, just like Donnell. Uh, I don't want you wasting your time with farming. You are too capable of a warrior. I think that's kind of like a nice up note. You know, that whereas yeah. we're like, any, I, I have another one, actually. Yeah. The, I have a group of people that always I, a group <laughs> and they're not really people but that <laughs> that did a really like i think are really effective at their jobs and i think are ready for a promotion and i know this is maybe not a popular choice but i i'm uh positing that the brutals okay are in line um for at least a job well done because they these are the wedding planners from super mario odyssey exactly and yeah. bowser you know all throughout the game is like go get that cake Go get those flowers. Right. Go get whatever. And the Brutals, they do it. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, they are wedding planners. And the fact that they are putting together this wedding with stuff from all over the world, nay, the, well, also the moon, <laughs> they go everywhere. They go above and beyond. To get literally. the job done for their client. Yeah. And they, they endure physical abuse. And, you know, uh, they don't actually, I guess they do sort of put the wedding on, right? Yeah. Like, you make it to the wedding on the moon. And then Mario ruins it. Jeez, can you imagine if you are a wedding planner, even with a team of, like, four other wedding planners, and your client says, I want to get married on the moon. And then you got to deliver that somehow? They have to do it. They did it. Yeah, I mean, I think legitimately job well done to the Brutals. Okay, so this is the opposite of... uh, The opposite of firing them. <laughs> right. It's, exactly. It's promoting. And I also think, you know, we started this whole thing because Mr. Rossetti is losing his job. Yes. Um, as like the save guy for Animal Crossing. But we have a quote here that, um, you know, like gives us hope that we'll see Mr. Rossetti in the new Animal Crossing game uh, in some capacity. Uh, let, uh, let's hear it. Uh, it's from uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons project lead Aya Kuyo- uh how do you, how would you say that? Kyogoku? Perfect. Um, I think that she says, quote, I think this will be a positive thing for the player because in New Horizons, you can stop playing in the middle of your game and it's still and it'll still stay. But unfortunately, because there's no necessity to reset the game or reset button on the switch, Mr. Rossetti had a hard time. He was laid off his position from his position. We also believe that Mr. Rossetti is looking for a new job after his layoff, so please look forward to that. So I'm excited to see yeah. where in New Horizons he ends up. Um, do you think uh, there will be an unemployment line 
that he will just be standing in on the deserted island. On the, it's completely deserted uh-huh. except for the unemployment line. Right, and then after that, he goes to the library so he can update his LinkedIn profile. Exactly, <laughs> ask friends to endorse him for skills. Right, of like, course, uh, like resetting, watching. <laughs> uh yeah i mean that sounds uh that doesn't sound uplifting to me that sounds uh depressing you think so i think it's nice that uh he's looking for a new job i i i guess my assumption in all of this is that they're going to give him a new job i see and uh, he I won't mean, just be like wandering the island he's a mole right yeah and like can't he just tunnel is there no need for tunneling on an island i don't know i guess we'll see maybe there's a whole metro system Uh, Great. So if you have a Nintendo character that you would like to see lose their job, please email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. All right, Mark, let's uh, let's close this out. Okay, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Remember, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, If you like the episode, you could share it with someone, Uh, you know, maybe as they're losing their job like just poke your head into the office see how they're doing inform them of their cobra benefits and uh you know tell them that there's a podcast they should listen to or maybe they just started a new job at your office and you're like threatening them (laughs) no no and you're welcoming them oh i see and you're uh, forging a friendship by sharing a common interest perfect yeah maybe better to use our podcast as a uh, like an olive branch and like this is how we this is how we be friends. Yeah, I mean, but we admit it can be used as both. That, that's right. Weaponize us if you must. Uh, or on Facebook or Twitter. That's all very helpful. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell. And the show is at Nin Cart Society. There's also a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of 8 Betty's music by going to 8BitBetty.com or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying thanks for listening. Campfire.